You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast as I am back in studio. Always nice to be back. Al, what's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. I got uh, good news about our uh, podcast. I I don't like to brag, Jerry. You no, know, you do. You know that I'm not much of a bragger. But of all the original Odyssey podcasts, which means they're not radio shows. So like right. Boomer and Geo wouldn't count. Carton and Roberts don't count. They're radio shows Correct. that get repurposed. But these are just podcasts yep. from Odyssey. We're number three in the company. That's pretty good. I thought it was two. No, there's two things ahead of us. There's a okay. there's a, a podcast about the Eagles, okay, oh, called right, three, All right. Birds, and right. then there's some betting podcast. Nice. But other than that, Jerry, I think it's pretty good. We've ten uh, percent. I think that's very impressive. Actually, we have ten percent of the Odyssey podcast audience. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. That's actually impressive. How many podcasts would you say there are? I don't know. Many hundreds. You know, you hear these commercials. Yeah, no, I know there are there are a lot. I do know yeah. that. that, and a lot true. of them are like Odyssey. Originals, which That's is actually great. now I'm thinking in my head of some of the big names that weren't even on the list. That we're bigger than. Well, way bigger than. That's great. I love to hear it. Well, I don't love to hear that there's mm-hmm. some that aren't doing well, but. We're killing we it, We are. We're killing it. And we're getting paid just like them. <laughs> not exactly, Jerry. Oh, but... uh, I, was, I was not sure of that. A couple of things. You know, sometimes people go. And I do have a story for you, too. Okay, good. This is one, like, during the show this morning, early on, it had to be 6 o'clock hour, we went to a commercial break, and I heard a commercial caught my ear because it was it was a, a commercial for um, to shave your private parts. Yes, which I actually had to record for Compass Media Networks. Was it Gillette? Gillette. Gillette. Right. So it's we've heard graphic. about... Yeah. So we heard <laughs> about um, uh, Manscaped. Yes. Right? The Trimier area. Yeah. Which I had a Manscaped, and for whatever reason, I had like a first-generation Manscaped. Uh-huh. It did not agree with my area. Okay. Like, I, I, I would catch my hair sometimes. I don't know. It's well, So right. it was troublesome and for James me. James thought you were having an affair. Uh, yeah, which was troublesome. So right. I got rid of that. Then I got another one that I'm not thrilled with. So I hear this Gillette one, and I was like, it's called Gillette Intimate. Yeah. But the commercial was, yes, very yeah, I read somewhat it. I graphic. Oh, I'm aware. It's the Gillette into it. So I ended up buying it during the show today. Did you really? Yeah. Look at you. That's the power of advertising right there. Right. But I went to the Gillette website, and this is Gillette now. This isn't uh, Manscaped or Gillette is a company that's it's a multi-billion dollar multi-billion company. Dollar. Uh, let's see. And I, and I went to some of their, to their website to see what this thing was all about. And there are some, first of all, there's actual photos of men trimming. 
their area? Well, they're they're blocking their areas, but you can see what they're doing. You can see. Gen- then they have different taglines: gentle, easy, only for your pubic area. There's pubic trimmer for gentle trim with protection from nicks and cuts. That's what I ordered. Fifty nine bucks. Pubic razor, Jerry, for ultimate closeness. I'm not doing that. Pubic shave cream and cleanser. Mm-hmm. A two-in-one gentle groin shave cream. And then they give you tips on how to uh, trim your area without catching yourself. But yeah. it's really, I've never heard them say like pubes and pubes. Me neither. And you had to read that. Yeah. Oh, you should see if they, they would send, send it to you me. One. And then I send it right back to them. I'm like, well, this is some read. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, this is this is their uh, this is their campaign. Said, yeah. Okay. No I problem. like it. It got me. Right. I told you I ordered one. Yeah. No, I got you. Now from the Gillette website, when you click on to purchase, yeah, it brings you to the Walmart website. So I was like, ah, I don't want to start a whole thing with Walmart. Let me see if Amazon has it. They don't. This so might a be Wal- a Walmart. You know what's exclusive. so funny about that is Walmart. They're really trying to become an Amazon competitor. And, and it was free shipping. Right. And that's one of the things they've done. If you sign up and you can get free shipping, and that's great. Printify, which is the company that I use to print all the stuff that we're selling. Yeah. They've just came to an agreement with Walmart where you can sell your stuff on Walmart.com. Really? I started looking into it. It's, it's confusing. None of this online stuff is easy. No, it, it is takes not. takes a lot of time to figure out. Yeah. And so, I, but it's funny you say that Gillette is, is exclusively with Walmart. Most, most for, likely they are for this trimmer. Maybe yeah. it's a, maybe they have an exclusive uh, time yeah. when they're running it. Very interesting. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested. I can't wait to try it, Jerry. In fact, my, my pubes are way overdue to be okay. trimmed. The, the little too and much now, information. And now dude. I'm going to wait. Is be in my house tomorrow? I'm going to wait till tomorrow. I just I'm thinking of Georgia the Jungle now, dude. Come on. Yeah. Right. There's monkeys swinging down there. Okay. From vine to vine, Jerry. What vine is to wrong vine. with you? Gross. Also, uh, coming up in the warm-up show, I told the story, Jerry, of a uh, of a pit bull who had gotten loose in yep. Bradley Beach and was missing. And, oh, is there an update? Uh, there is an update. There are many people who were looking for this pit bull on bikes, on, in cars, walking. Mm-hmm. A friendly pit bull. Yep. So there was no reason to be frightened for people. Uh, so I posted to the Bradley Beach forum this morning after the warm-up show. Yeah. And I said if there was an update, the dog was found. Great. Glad so a happy that. ending. That is awesome. And then mauled the person who helped him. So no, that, shut up, shut up. No, that did no, not happen. No, it didn't happen. It was a friendly, nice pit bull. It did not happen. That is a good story, though. Yeah, it was we a very nice story. We don't get a lot story. of those stories. Right. Or enough of I'm them. I'm trying to get say. more details. Where was the dog sure. found? Who found him? Who was the hero? Who should we be, you know, talking up? Right. Can I, can I do a story for yes, you? Yes, please, Jerry. So this comes from Connor. Perhaps he sent it to you, too, and you have not done it. Which I have is not seen surprising this. to me. What have I told you there's a way you can make $180,000 a year in your bathroom? Oh, maybe he did send this to me. Is this about pooping of some sort? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't read the story. What is it? Oh, I neither. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just I think I pull it up to actually take a look at it now. Yeah. Because this is one of the more bizarre headlines and stories I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I did see the headline. I did not, because the headline looked so ridiculous. I thought, this can't be real. I can't really make $180,000 a year pooping. So here's how it goes. A TikTok is from the New York Post. A okay. TikToker discovered uh, a way to make eight, $180,000 per year by donating poop to science. 
I'd do that. Okay. <laughs> a clip detailing the heave-inducing life hack and her feces to fortune success story amassed 170,000 views on TikTok. She writes, want to make dollar signs donating your bleep, your poop. Uh, and then there's the video, I suppose. According to the clip, uh, you go to humanmicrobes.org. Okay. Where they can earn an eye-popping $500 per donation. What? If you're having a bowel movement every day, that would come out to $180,000 a year for simply sitting on the toilet. How do you get it to uh, The them? site explains it's a major problem, problem that the vast majority of people in modern society are in poor health and have damaged gut microbe something. I can't microbes. see. My, yeah, maybe. To help maintain people's fecal librium, Human Microbes is trying to find people who are healthy enough to be high-quality stool donors and connect them with doctors, researchers, clinical trials, and individuals who need to rebalance their gut microbe, whatever. So, yeah, you could sign up. Yeah, I'm going to say I eat healthy now. You might be the perfect candidate. I even take a probiotic. Look at you. You might be the one. But I don't have bowel movements every day. Well, you just wouldn't make $180,000 a year is what right. you're saying. I you got to do saying, it every yeah. day to make that kind of money. Right. But it would be $500 per movement. Mm, interesting. How about that? That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Imagine every, every, every... Now, you don't want to do Colo Guard. How are you going to do this? Right. Imagine every day I'm at the post office. Oh, boy. <laughs> Another smelly box is here. Great. Yeah, you'd have to figure out a way to get it to them where it wouldn't. You would need to do like that stamps.com where you get your own yes. stamp printing thing. Correct. And you need some sort of a shipping container that does not emit stink. Yeah. You need Lumi. <laughs> you ever do that stamps.com for anything? So because I go to the post office every day with these calendars, I've looked into it. I did yeah. not realize you have to pay a monthly fee. Oh, really? To then have the ability to print out your own postage. But they give you the scale, I think. That they might. I, don't I think. Know the yeah, I think. Yeah, I didn't know it was a monthly fee though. But there is a monthly fee, and then you can buy and print your own postage. And I think you can also set up pickups. Hmm. So that, in and of itself, has me thinking I should do it. It's just I have so many monthly payments already. For right, this. right, right. Yeah, it'd be one thing it's if insane. if this was a year round. You were pumping out a, a super right. lot of stuff, and I'm not. I mean, it's this is a this is a October, November, December thing. You know, I'm contemplating doing some stuff for like, you know, Valentine's Day or Father's, but that's not going to be anything of, you know, that'll be fun. Yeah. A couple things here and there, but I don't know that that's worth having stamp stocks. I don't need it for anything else, really. By the way, I know you were working from home yesterday. I wore the uh, Alan Jerry warm up show yes, hoodie. I saw. Very nice quality. You picked a good quality. Feels good. Well, yeah, it does. that's why they're expensive, though, right. too. And I, I know. Hate I hate that they're as much as they are. But I hate cheap. Right. Cheapo. I didn't want to go with the Gildan stock sweatshirt, right. and then you get them, and then you they, wash them, and yeah. they're terrible. I and actually thought suck. these were nice. Yeah, they are very nice. So, so oh, it's good. props to you, Jerry. There you go. I stumbled upon a new reality. Well, it's not new. Is this? Is they're in season two now? But I started with season one of a new of a reality show that's on my Discovery Plus app. But I, I guess it's on TLC. Right. It's it's about a woman named Shauna Ray. Okay. Her and her family live on Long Island. Okay. She is, at the start of the show, she is 22 years old, but she looks like an eight-year-old. Really? Yeah. So she's 22. She is the height and weight and look of an eight-year-old. What, what rare disease is she? Well, have? when she was, 
a child, she had brain a brain tumor, which got taken care of. But when she was the age of 16 is when they realized You've, you're done growing. Something happened with her growth hormones in, in all this happening. And she looks like a kid. She, wow. she, But she's 22, 23. I think now she's 23. But in the start, she's 22. She lives with her family on Long Island. It is so interesting. I only watched one episode. Mm. But it's so interesting because she's trying... She's this episode. This show is just about her life and everything about her life, you know. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that comes up early on is dating. How can you? Right. So she wants to date. Sure. She she's feels, got the mind of a twenty-three-year-old. Right. But she talks. Her voice is that of a little girl. Damn. She looks like a little girl. So she says all she meets are weirdos. Right. So. It's it was real interesting because I was like, could I date a twenty two year old that looks like an eight year old? It's no. very difficult. I don't know. Of course you couldn't. You, I mean, but you would need to fall in love with her. Yeah, but there's personality. More, it's also more than that, though. How do you? How are you? How could you be intimate with what you're looking at as an eighteen? I get that what she is that she's twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, yeah. and she's got the maturity level and the brain of yes. an eight, I get all that. But how could you be intimate with what you're staring at as an eight year old? Now she says she has had sex. And she has she said, I've checked all of the boxes. Okay. Whatever that means. Man. But you, and not only that, how would you ever trust that she really is twenty? Like Well that's the other thing. Like uh, so in the show they go the family goes to dinner and she orders a drink and they're like and she has ID, but I wouldn't no. even trust the ID. You know what I mean? Right. Because it turns out to be false. You go to jail for people be like, how did you not know? Look at her. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah. It is, it is weird how, how how many people are on this planet. Well, I don't know. I know you have 330 million in the U.S. And you come up with these very, not you, but there are some, so many of, not so many. There's enough of these, though. Very odd diseases or whatever you want to call it that modern science can't figure it out. Right. Like they can literally turn you from Al to Alice right. if they want. Yes. And you will have boobs of a vagina and a female ass. I sure would. Jerry. In case you have the female ass already, but yes. <laughs> thank you. Um, like they can do that. Yeah. And something like this, they can't figure out. Yeah. I, I don't know how there, there didn't seem to be, a name for what she has other than she had a brain tumor and where it was situated on her, it shut down her growth hormones, but everything else is not affected. So she actually has a couple tattoos, but if you see them on somebody who looks like an eight year old, you think they're fake or you're terrible parents. Yeah. Then she, it's just so interesting how many different things you don't realize she deals with when you people think she's a child, but she's sure. not. So she, on this very first episode that I watched, her family went from Long Island to Seaside Heights, New Jersey, to spend a day at the beach, right? So they go to dinner. She orders a margarita. Uh, at the beach, she has to wear kids. She wears kids' clothing and kids' bathing suits. Yeah. 
and the little kids want to play with her. And she's, but she's not a little kid. Right. And she just wants to lay out probably and listen to music and be left alone. <laughs> she's running with this kite and the whole beach, because she's doing so well with the kite, is cheering for her because they think a little kid's running around with this, is doing so great with this kite. Wow. You know, that's really hard on to the parents. Well, that's the other thing. So they have three daughters and they treat uh, Shauna Ray so different because they don't want, they don't think she can, uh, they feel like she needs more help. Yeah. Probably fragile mentally. Yeah, they, that's what they feel, right? They don't. But she does not sound fragile mentally. Okay, well, that's good to hear. Like she's like, let me. I'm 22. You, yeah. They, she has a 24 year old sister. She goes, I'm two years younger than her. This girl, you let move to Florida with her boyfriend, right? Like, let me. Like they're like always. Where are you? When are you coming home? Who's picking you up? Well, Who are you she's driving? Also with? worried about. Again, she's not eight, but someone that appears to be eight. Right. Being abducted. Yes. For being able to defend herself. There's more to it than just, like, we get it. You're 22, but you don't appear that way. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's I a... could, I see, I couldn't watch that. Really? No. Because I would find it just horribly depressing. But you know what? She is not depressing. That's maybe okay. why, it's, why it works. Like, she seems... Fine and happy. All right. Yeah, it's just it's so interesting. So many different things. So she can't drive because right. right now she can't right. reach the pedals. Oh, my God. That's brutal. Yeah. And there's no hope for revert, not reversing. But no, there doesn't it. seem any. There does not seem to be a fix. So you're telling me when she's 70, she's going to look like she's eight years old? I don't know what. The, I, I do think she'll eventually age, I think. I wonder, like, I don't know. If she you turns know out to be 150. Right. You know, maybe, wow, maybe something like this unlocks the secret to longevity. Yes. And, you know, humans living to be 230. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Like, will she age, like, will she get wrinkles? I don't know. Don't know. I don't know how much that has to do with our growth hormones. Right. And is the aging stopped? Like, she'll live forever. Yeah. Like, it's weird. And, and then in this first episode, she was putting together uh, her and her sisters were making her do a, a online dating profile. So she was putting on these different outfits and she was trying to be sexy like yeah. a 22 a year old would want to be on a dating profile. And it was just so the, the sisters are like, no, you can't wear that. But she's like, I'm 22. I can wear this. I can wear high heels and a mini skirt and wow. a half shirt. Yeah, it's wild. My goodness. Wild stuff. I'm so excited that there's two full seasons I can watch. Yeah, no, I got gotcha. you. I'll enjoy that. Was that Netflix, you said? No, it's on, the show's on TLC, oh, so it's on right, the Discovery right. Plus. Just Google her name real quick, Jerry. Shauna. S-H-A-U. Yeah. S-H-A-U-N-A. Ray. R-A-Y-E. They're in Long Island. I'd love to get her in here for an interview. Shauna Ray. Yeah. Oh, Shana Ray coming up, musical artist. Oh. Yeah. This is Shauna Ray. R-A-E? R-A-Y-E, I believe. Oh, no, maybe it is R-A-E. I'm sorry, Jerry. Okay. Shauna Ray. And that came up Shanua Rate. <laughs> Hope you don't get Shania Twain. That's a whole different person. No. What? It's not coming up? No, no I got her. Okay. 
Yeah, she looks a little older, but you're right. She looks like a kid. Yeah, she looks like a kid. Yeah, that is tough. Man. And you're right. Like, I don't know what kind of ID she is showing because it's not a driver's license, right? Wow. Because she doesn't drive. But she still gets her drinks. Like, I'm not sure if I was serving as a bartender. I don't know how you could get it And she said, I'm actually 22. I was like, mm. Because the one, she goes up to the bar with her sisters, and they sit down. They're going to order food. And, yeah. And the the bartender comes over, and she goes, I'm sorry we don't allow children at the bar. <laughs> right. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Everyone looks like a kid is drinking at the bar. Like, why wouldn't you think that? Right. That's mm-hmm. why I don't know what kind of, I'd love to see what kind of ID she has. Wow. And if it explains her medical condition. Got to have something that's that's yeah. locked proof because I, I know I wouldn't go for it. Yeah. I'd probably kick him out. Yeah. Like, sorry, not I don't know where you got this fake ID from, but not happening on my watch. And then the, what the show does is after each situation, it's uh, just like a one-on-one with, like, the bartender. Sure. Or the guy she met up on for a blind date. That's a cool idea. <laughs> what they thought and yeah. what went through their mind. Yes. It's interesting. But, yeah, it's really, really cool. All right. So check it out. Shauna Ray. That's what I'll be doing. I do not have that, so I will not the be next checking that out. Well, you have uh, TLC. You probably I have do. it on on-demand TLC. That's probably true. Shauna Ray, check yeah. it out. I will not be checking that Highly out. recommended in the Al Duke's household. There you go. Gina hasn't seen it yet. She's going to have no interest in that. <laughs> well, that's why you watch it Monday <laughs> through Friday. You're good. And I'm going to oversell this to her. I'm going to be like, this is so great. You got to buy. Five minutes in, what are we watching? She, right. She, well, what, why do you care? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why it's a very good question to ask. Yeah. What do you care about this? All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. Tomorrow is, oof, tomorrow's Friday? Cool Games. Wow. Sponsored by Reco Sports. Oh, is that we got a sponsor? We do. Wow. You're now not only a... Trying to sell calendars Personality, Jerry. You're a client of the radio station. (laughs) Well, something like that. I love it. All right. Uh, That'll be tomorrow at... uh, We do that around 520? 520? Yeah, around 520-ish. Somewhere in there, whenever we get back from that first break. Uh, and then, yo, that's exciting. And by the way, beautiful weather coming up Friday, yes. Saturday, Sunday. We have our championship mm. game. We're finally, baseball season ends on Saturday. And you're getting up with good weather. And it's going to be 72 and That sunny. is awesome. Yeah, how about that? How about that? How about that? All right. Two. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written... Played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's Thursday. That means week nine of the NFL. What is up? 502, the Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, hello, hello. Nice to be back. And across from me, his name is Al Christian Dukes. What's up? Good morning there, Jerry. Uh, very disappointed for my Philadelphia Phillies last night. They gave you nothing. They gave me nothing. They got no hit. But... I will ask you, Jerry, you're a baseball guy, and I don't want to be one of these, why did they pull Javier? What was his name, Jerry? Christian Javier. Yeah. Yeah, why did they pull I Christian don't know. Javier? I, I, I don't know. 97 he, pitches, 65 for strikes. The guy's humming along. It's the World Series. I, I don't know. And it's game four. It's not like, I mean, could you use him again at some point in game seven for an inning? Sure, I guess. But I, I, I don't know. Like, I would go fight him on that. Like, what do you mean you're taking me out? I'm right. not I'm not even at 100 pitches yet. I know he will be with the first batter sure. probably, but wouldn't my number be 130? Yes. Like, how is it not? I don't know. Even if you told me, listen, I'm going to try and get you through eight, but then we're going to give it to Presley in the ninth. Like, okay, I guess. Or you go out there and go, I'm giving you, if you give up one hit, for sure. Or somebody on second. That's fine. I, I have no problem with that. Plus, it's 5 nothing. Yes. It's not even like it was a one nothing game or a scoreless game. You've got a 5 you could load. You could walk the bases loaded, give up a grand slam. We'd still be winning. I, I don't understand. I don't. I, and, and Dusty's an old school guy. I'm, I was surprised. Yeah, I mean, you had a shot at real history. Now they go, yeah. oh, it's history because. It is, but it's it not. Four, it was four, yeah, it was three relievers, yes. Yeah, Javier and three relievers. No hit the Phillies in the World Series. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's it's neat. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the same. It's just not the same. So uh, our one of our favorite follows on Twitter, Super 70 Sports, yes. Jerry, he tweeted out, Let's be clear. A no-hitter is something one man does. Tonight was a fancy shutout. I agree. Yeah. Well, we've always talked about yeah, that yeah, when yeah. we get, like, the Mets had a combined no-hitter yeah. this year. Do you even remember it or no. who it was against? No. Right. Because no it's not as special as a guy going out there for nine innings and shutting down the other team and throwing a no-hitter. It is a combined no-hitter, if you whether you like it or not. The Phillies did not get a hit in nine Correct. innings. But it's just not the same thing. Yeah, not the same. I really wish like they let him go out there. Yeah, because he was humming along like he was going to throw one. Obviously, yeah, had every opportunity to do that until the opportunity was taken away from him. Then it would have been him and Don Larson. Now, what a cool record that would be! I, you're right. And the baseball purist type people love that stuff. Like For we sure. love the records. We love the statistics. Now, theoretically, this will be and is now the first combined no-hitter yeah. in World Series history. Yeah. It is the first of something. It is the first of something. All right. Still not quite as special. Yeah. Thing. So, but whatever. But hey. that had to take the buzz. Like, we were all excited. Well, some people were excited for a Philadelphia buzz tonight. You know, you got the Eagles in Houston. Yep. 
and Houston Astros in Philly. Right. But some buzz was removed because they got no hits. I last think it takes a little bit away, but you still have what is an enormous game now tonight. Right. Well, you got to start fresh. The crowd's got to be in there. You, you gotta, need them tonight. You need them tonight, and you need to get out. The Phillies need to get out to a nice early lead. The Eagles need to get out to a big early lead. To bring the positivity back. If you think about where we were yesterday, yeah, the Phillies were a win away from not winning the World Series, but making it really pretty close, going up 3-1. Now the Phillies are a loss away from ugh, going back to Houston, needing two wins there. Good luck. Right. It's funny how things change very yeah. quickly. Right. Right. So, and now is going back to Houston yeah. for show. And last night, which I was not aware of until this morning, All right. you had the baseball game. Mm-hmm. You also had the Sixers playing. Oh, okay. So that's kind of cool. Is that those arenas are, are near each other? Yeah, they're yeah, all right there. Yeah, very. That that whole area has the baseball stadium, the arena, and the uh, and the football stadium all relatively close. Is there just one huge parking lot? It's pretty. Um, no, there's several parking lots actually. Like if you go to the baseball stadium, there's a garage right across the street from the entrance that I like to use. Um, there's also a gigantic parking lot that's really just for the baseball stadium. Get to the other side, and the football stadium's got a massive parking lot. But yeah, it's even the hockey arena and the basketball arena has its own dedicated lot. It's a great facility, though. The problem with the parking garage is the line to when you go trying to leave. Yes, not a pain in the neck. Like it I is. see that one at Yankee Stadium. I'm like, Who that's the heck's a mess. Parking here. Well, it's going to take you an hour and a half to get out. You have yeah. to know that. Yeah, pass. It's not easy. Even when you go to the we go to the Rock for a Devils yeah, game, yeah. if you park on you know the seventh floor, it's not easy getting <laughs> out of there. That's why you have to. That's why I have my strategy. Yeah, stand by the exit for the last out. Gone. First car. <laughs> Even at City Field, I do that. Stand by. I kind of move in the probably after the seventh inning. Why we watch the eighth and the ninth inning near the tunnel for the exit, and we make sure we're on the lower level so that we're right down the stairs and out. First car in, first car out. It saves you like 45 minutes oh, to an hour. Sure. And that run down the stairs. Yes. And then I got my 12-year-old, move, let's go. <laughs> and when, when he was six, it was even funnier. <laughs> okay. I'm picking you up. We're running. Yes. I know you're heavy now. Yeah. At six years old. I did that many times. Yeah. And we got to goes because I got to get up. <laughs> Too soon. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the, that is the trade-off yeah. for me taking them on a work night. Right. That means I'll but, stay. But we are the first ones out. But that's even nice to stay the whole game and run out. Absolutely, no, hundred percent. Like we I just, would, I would go the eighth inning. I'd be like, I'm out of here. Uh, I've done. Well, it depends on the score. Like if the Mets are up by six runs or down by six runs, I'm probably leaving in the seventh inning. To be quite honest, it, right, it depends on the close. game. Hundred percent. Now let me see this, Jerry. What do we got tonight with the? We got uh, oh Justin Verland and Noah Syndergaard. Oh man! Yeah, ooh, someone just got excited, and it's a Thursday night. You could stay up for this. That is a cool, this is so great. They have a, uh, you know, starting pitchers on the MLB app, and yeah. they, they have Justin Verlander, and then they have his uh, ERA, I guess, for the postseason. Yeah, let me get. It can't be good. I'm going to say, is it north of ten? No, it's not. Okay, seven point two. All right. They have him at one and zero oh, because I guess he didn't wasn't a decision in that. Uh, right, World Series game, right? He just blew the lead. He just blew the lead, yeah. yeah. All right, well, that's something, Jerry. Let's hope uh, if you're a Phillies fan or just hate the Astros that uh, he stinks again. Well, this is a good uh, this is a good night to watch it, too, because, number one, you've got no basketball. I know you got hockey, but the, the, the hardcore hockey fans will watch their games. It's fine. All three teams are playing. 
But, like, that's it. You've got Eagles, Texans. I love football. I'm not interested in watching that game. I'm really not. This is it. You're interested in watching the scoreboard of that game. To see yeah, if it's, uh... if it's close at halftime, and if I'm up, because at halftime you're talking 930. Yeah. If I'm still up, yes, I might. Might, might switch over. You might peek in and peek in over at it. This is a basketball night. It's a baseball night. Baseball night. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen was at the game last night. How about that? I kept seeing him on the scoreboard. But you love Bruce Springsteen. I do. I listened to my whole Bruce Springsteen, Howard Stern if interview. I told you, if I told you that you had seats in Philadelphia mm-hmm. Wednesday night, last night, for Game 3 of the World Series, and there is a good chance that Bruce Springsteen is going to be sitting in your row, would you have gone? No, I would have needed... You still wouldn't have I gone. I would have needed a 100%. He's I'm, going. I'm telling you that Bruce, from my sources, are telling me, not only is he going to be there, your seats are in his row. Mm, like I probably still wouldn't go, believe it or not. You would not go. <laughs> yeah, what if saying. I told you your seats were next to him? Yeah, this, then I would go. Then you would call out. I would have called out today. Not called uh, out. I would have taken a day off. No, I didn't mean take a day day. off. I meant would you? No. There's no scenario no. where you would go and you would just power through this morning. No. Okay. I'm not a power through guy anymore. I got, yeah, I got it. I don't power through anything. <laughs> Fair enough. Power through nothing. Did it you is see? tough. Did you see the weird Jose Canseco uh, thing yesterday? It was him tweeting. I did. What I liked about the article, though, more so was what was linked to it. What was that? And you can tell this Canseco story, and then I'll get what I want to play. So he uh, went on Twitter urging Aaron Judge to leave the Yankees. Yeah. Because, quote, place is a dump and the fans are awful. Right. Well, the place is not a dump. It's a new, it's a 10-year-old stadium. The place is gorgeous. That stadium's 10 years old right now, yeah, you're telling me? Yeah, absolutely. It was we 2009. Nine, yeah. That's right, because 2008 Damn. was the uh, the home run contest, the All-Star game. At the what was old... the guy's name from the Rangers? Um, Josh Hamilton, where he oh, yeah. put on a show was in the first the couple Yankee of rounds. Stadium. Yes. And then 2009, they opened the new stadium, won the World Series. So, yeah, I mean, that's 13 years old now. Wow. And so it's not a dump. Happens okay, to be a beautiful a stadium. But so he's not the only one. So the story, if you read the article, I don't know if you did or not. Probably not, Jerry. Okay. The article the article linked um had a link to an interview with Jake Arietta. You remember Jake Arietta yeah, from the picture. Cubs of, of other places. He was on Barstool just about four days ago. Oh, so very recent. Yeah. And they asked him about um about the whole judge thing and how he was treated, and what he would do. The fact that they booed Aaron Judge, man, if I'm him, like, F- y'all. I'm not coming back here. <laughs> no, you want to boo me after what I just did for you? I'm going to the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> he says, where is the support? You don't boo the guy. Cheer him on when he's struggling. Help, like, help boost him a little bit. Like, cut the cut the crap, man. If I'm Judge, I'm signing somewhere else. So, Oh, boy. And I, and I got this because Boomer mentioned last week how – you know, when the Astros heard it and they were surprised by it, he's like, yeah, players take notice of it. And we were like, oh, come on, they're pros. No, no, no. It's, this is the over – this is pretty much the uh, the idea. It's just ridiculous. Like, I don't want to hear the about whatever the Yankees fans are complaining about. You don't boo the guy. So he's not a fan of booing Aaron Judge, I see. Not when he go. his point was, as I listened a little more, uh, when you go for 62-130 – and you score a million runs, and you're probably the MVP, and you're only there because of the season he had, 
he's the one guy you give a pass to and you try to lift him up. Sure. Rather than kick him when he's down. Boo. Right. Maybe they were saying, Judge. They were not saying that. They were not. Now, you want to go boo Stanton. You want to go boo Glaber Tour. And I happen to agree with him in this one. Like, you know, booing players will always happen. But I do think sometimes there is a player or two that does deserve a pass. And I think I agree with him. With the season he had. I'm with you on that one. There's no reason. There's plenty of guys you could have booed this this postseason. He was not one of them I would have chose to boo. When do they decide who's MVP? So it's got to be in the next week. Is it after the World it's, Series? I think it's right. I think the week after the World Series, I think each day we get different awards handed out. I don't know that for sure. I have to check, but I'm pretty sure it's right at the conclusion of it. Okay, good. Now they handed out the gold gloves the other day, but uh, yeah, I think this this next week probably. I respect the gold glover. Like when they when not? they show somebody and they go, "Oh, gold glove." I'm like, "That's a person who fields his position well." Yes, I agree. Do they only give gold gloves like uh one or two per uh position or anyone could one you have per like position. four f- first baseman with gold gloves? One per position per league. Okay. And, and they added a and DJ LeMahieu got this utility one, which is brand new. What are we utility glove? So, uh, just, Just because he plays multiple positions? I guess. <laughs> uh, to me, that's all we're trying too hard. Yeah, that one's trying too hard. But it's funny when you say that because so I did I did my preseason um podcast interview with Steve Peichel. Rutgers starts Monday night. And one of the things we were talking about was offense, defense, and the importance of both. And he says, you know, everyone he's so right. And you can talk about Hall of Fame numbers now, you know, Hall of Fame players. So he's like, you know. All we talk about is the guy that scores 25 points a game, but what about the guy who's a lockdown defender? Like, he's preventing points, but we don't care about defense. It's all about you got to score, you got to score. And so it's funny when you say that about the gold glove thing because if a guy can go out there and put up 35 home runs a year, drive in 100 runs a year for 10 years, he's going to the Hall of Fame even if he sucks as a defender. Yet if you've got a guy that bats 265, which is respectable – and, you know, maybe drives in 75 runs, scores 75 runs, but literally has like a 999 defensive percentage. No one cares. Not interested. Meantime, the guy might be the best defender in the field on your team for years and years. Yeah, he's a 265. It doesn't belong in the Hall of right. Fame. Like, it's such an offensive, I don't know. It's like it's you. we really only look at one half of playing. And think about being a being a hitter. You get three to four at-bats a game. You play nine innings in the field, and you have countless chances. Chicks dig the long ball, though, Jay. I know that. And apparently the Hall of Fame committee digs the long ball. Yeah, Hall of Fame. And batting average. Offensive numbers. And I'm not saying there haven't been players that aren't in because of their defense. Like, Ozzie Smith was always going to the Hall of Fame because he was amazing. But those are like the outliers. There's a lot of really good defenders that get no consideration because they weren't good enough offensively. Yet if you suck on defense but can put up offensive numbers, you're going to the Hall of Fame. Right. The whole time you were talking about that in my head, I was like, Ozzie Smith, he was a great defender. Great He's defender. Not, right. 100%. But you're right. He's the outlier. He, Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I can find other ones that were great shortstops and second basemen that are not in the Hall of Fame because they were maybe career 270 hitters. I'd have to look. Is Gary Templeton in the Hall of Fame? I, I was thinking of him, too. I love Gary Templeton. I don't think he is. I don't either. And he was another one. He was really good. Very good. In fact, they were swapped for one another in a that, trade that, back correct. in the 80s. How about that? Padres uh, Cardinals. How about that? Quick break. When we come back, uh, we've got more to do. We've got football. We've got basketball. We've got Kyrie Irving, if Also chooses, because there was news last night. It does look like the Nets 
We'll have a new head coach today, but it's not done yet. So lots to do. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You know this song, Jerry? Uh, it's Van Halen. I don't know the name of it, though. 5150. Oh, this is 5150? I probably should have known that. What can I tell you? I was watching. Did you see the Matthew Perry interview with Diane Sawyer? You know, funny you say that. It came up on my uh, front page of YouTube, you know, okay. suggestions. And I keep seeing on, like, um, social media links to Matthew Perry this, Matthew Perry that, all these Very things. sad. Because he's got a new book out about yes. his life, so I guess a he's been doing all. a lot of interviews. But that one looked like one I wanted to watch, and I didn't click it yet. I would, because it's very open and honest about his that. addiction. Yeah. And some of it is just... I, the I. We always talk about like mus- musicians on the road and some of their you know addictions when they're in their twenties and thirties, and you sit there and say, "How in the hell did they survive it?" This is very similar. He said at one point when he was taping Friends, he was taking thirty three Vicodin a day. Oh. Thirty three. That was when he realized that this has gotten to be absurd. And how about this one? He said, and I'm getting to a point about the Van Halen. He said he was such an addict that. Because when you're taking 33 pills a day, it's hard to get them from there's only so many doctors you can go to. He said he would go to open houses in Hollywood and then go in the bathrooms and look in the mirrors for painkillers. I have heard that is oh a my thing God. amongst uh, drug abusers. That is brutal. That they go to open houses and look in your mirror in yeah. your cabinets. So that my point was, though, and I don't know if this was on the Diane Sawyer thing or if I read this. The day after, I forget because there was so much that they talked about, was that he fell hard for Valerie Bertinelli. And at a party one night, he was at her place, I believe, and Eddie Van Halen passed out. He was drunk, and they made out 10 feet from him. Is that right, Jerry? Yes. How dare I hope Eddie Van Halen haunts him. And then he thought that because he was, like, smitten over her, he thought she felt the same way. And they were filming a movie or something. I forget. That's how they were together. And the next day, he kind of thought, you know, maybe he's she's going to leave him. And he's like, yeah, she acted like nothing happened. 
That sucks. <laughs> yeah, he said he was depressed over that. Yeah, it's, so it's pretty funny. Yeah, well, I'm going to watch that. Maybe I'm eating lunch today. If I have there, time, you go. Harry. I don't know how you'll find the time between noon and eight, but I don't know how I'll find you the can time. find a half hour. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try it. Yeah, I want to show you how much I've grown as a person, Jerry. Mm. Uh, yesterday, I was walking my dog at f- around five thirty p.m. and I saw a woman frantically walking the streets and on the phone, and she said to me, "Excuse me." Have you seen a loose pit bull running around? Wow. Now, a couple of years ago, Jerry, I would have headed right home. I and know. Hid. You helped the woman. Well, I asked some questions first, it, uh, trying not to be offensive. I go, oh, I go, oh, I go, um, I haven't seen one. And I'm going to be walking all the neighborhood. I'll look, though. Uh, is he uh, friendly to strangers? In other words, is he sure. going to eat me? <laughs> she right. said, no, he's friendly to strangers. I would I said, say I am the hero. <laughs> I also wanted to be the hero. Right. I was like, is, is your dog like other dogs? Right. Yes, loves other dogs. I said, okay. So I, I did a long walk with my dog, and the whole neighborhood was out looking for this pit yeah. bull. What a nice know, community you have. Yeah, I don't know whatever happened. I, I actually just posted on the Bradley Beach Facebook page to see if the dog was found. Mm, very sad if the answer is no. Yeah. I said, was, does he have an identifying collar on? She said, no, he's wearing a bandana, though. <laughs> oh, jeez. I love a dog and a bandana. I do, Jerry. too. But if, but if the bandana falls off, yeah. it's just a loose dog. Right. Did she try the ASPCA? I'm not sure. Mm. I know there were like there were people on bikes looking for this dog. Wow. I was looking for the dog. Very Jerry. sad. Yeah, very sad. I did kind of want to be the hero on this one. You kind of wanted yeah. to? Yeah. No, no, you always want to. Yeah. Do. I even thought this morning when I was walking my dog at like 2.30 in the morning. You were still looking for the pit bull? But yeah, I was. I was. And I was sure like, what a hero, because I knew their address. Right. Go imagine I knock on their door at 3 a.m. and I have their pit bull. How they'd have to invite me in. Meet your neighborhood hero, Al Dukes. <laughs> Had you done that, you would have got some biscotti, mm-hmm. a cup of tea. Yeah. And who knows what else? Was she single? Uh, no. I, I mean, I, they have, they're a family. They're a family in town. I'm. Oh, I wasn't a single, single woman. I'm sorry. I don't think so, Jerry. But who knows? Well, good for you. Yeah. I mean, sort of. You didn't find the dog. I did not find. You, the dog. Actually, when you think about it, you were a failure. Uh well, me and the rest of the neighborhood. I yes. hope. I hope the dog was found. If not, he's probably in another town at this point. He might around. be, or he could be at the pound. Or he could be at the pound. Yep. They, I, have they checked? That's what they should. Yeah, do. that I don't know. They should do that. Are there still dog catchers? Uh, I haven't seen a dog catcher since Bugs Bunny. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think you have to call the dog catcher. Right. You know? When I was a kid, though, my dog used to escape and get out of our yard. Yeah, and he'd be at the pound. Like there were just dog catchers driving around really? looking for dogs. Well, that's about forty years ago now, so <laughs> I don't know that that's a thing anymore. But I don't <laughs> know that it's not right. Like the milkman, I would have never thought the milkman was still a thing, and yet the milkman still exists. Still exists. How Some people that? can still get milk delivered. What else? If you think about the 80s, like jobs that were popular or the 70s that were popular yeah. then that are have disappeared, we think, but haven't. Milkman, definitely. For sure. Dog catcher, for sure. Can you think of another one Milkman, that's out there? Dog catcher. Uh, in my neighborhood, people used to get Charles Chips delivered. Charles Chips? Who was Charles? Charles Chips was just potato chips in a can, and they would... Come to your house and they would. And Pringles bought them out. I don't know. I don't know where Charles Chips. I've is never heard days. of Charles, yeah, Charles Chips. Chips. No kidding. All around the neighborhood. Okay. Uh, other, yeah. Other than that, I can't think of anything that was just. I'll give you one. What? 
the travel agent. No, that person's long gone. There, no, there are still oh. some out there. Most of them have closed, though. Yeah. Because of places like Orbitz and American right. Express <laughs> Travel and the fact that you can just call up and do whatever you want. Yeah, because of places like the Internet. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, too, exactly. Yeah. That would have been one. I remember booking my honeymoon at a travel agent. Yeah. Back in 19, I booked it in 98 for we got married in 99. And I remember thinking, man, what a great job. Not realizing in about seven years it'd be obsolete or at least almost. I used to go to the triple A office and be like, I want to go, uh, you know, they go, oh, here's some options. Then they'd give you the trip tick. Yeah. Okay. Where they would, they would, uh, it was like a flippable map for your ride. And they'd show you which roads, where to get off. They'd use a highlighter. My son cannot believe that we drove without, like, Waze I can't and Google either. Maps. I know. He's like, how did you do this? I'm like, we printed out maps from uh, MapQuest, and, be- and we followed it. And before that, you had to and, just write down directions that someone yes. gave you. And he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you would call your friend, and he would ask his mom for directions, <laughs> and then you would write them down, and that's how you got there. And if they were off, you had to figure it out. Right, and it would just be like, you're going to see a McDonald's on the left. Sure. <laughs> Turn there. Turn there. <laughs> right. No block, but there. Or how about even going to like an arena or something? Imagine trying to get to Barclays Center right now without Google Maps no or something. Chance. I mean, I know where it is now, but if you had to do it and write down the directions and, you know, get on the BQE or um, what is that? What is the stretch of the uh... Gowanus? Yeah. The There's Gowanus. no signs that say Gowanus. <laughs> So if someone told you you're going to go over the Verrazano Bridge, get on the Gowanus Expressway, take it to the BQE, my first panic move would be over the Verrazano. Where is this Gowanus? Yeah. There's no signs for it. So, yeah, it's funny. And even then, when we got the maps that you could print out, or when the first GPSs came out that you would put in your car. Sure, the Garmins. The Garmins. They didn't have traffic information on it. They just told you how to get there. Right. This is normally the easiest way to get there. Good luck and hope there's no traffic. And yet our partner in crime over here still uses the Rand McNally map. Yeah, he loves a map. Love maps. Which is fine. I like to know where I'm going before I go there Mm -hmm. and the exact route. Me too. I look it right up on the the Google. (laughs) Uh, He's literally got a paper map in his glove compartment still. By the way, Charles Chips still a thing. Could you still get them delivered to your home? Uh, well, you can order them. Charles. I would like to try these Charles Chips. Oh, they're delicious. CharlesChips.com. All right, so I'm going to check. So Charles tra- Chips, here's what I want to know. Yeah. Are they like Ruffles or are they like Wise? They were more like uh, Ruffles. And they had a ketchup-flavored one. Oh, see, now that that's dust- intriguing that to me. dusted with red dust. Charles Chips, look at this. And, and it has like potato sticks. And then regular I'm not chips. into the potato sticks. That I don't, I don't lie. Oh, they've I don't expanded their lineup, I guess, this Charles Chip. Barbecue, they... kettle cooked. Oh, yeah, barbecue. Waffles. Sh- oh, how about this? I got to tell you something. You might have found something for me for the holidays. Charles Chip's gift baskets? They've got they've got chip tins. Yeah, that's, what I, they, that's how they were delivered in big tins. Oh, well, you said cans. I was thinking like Pringles. Oh, no, no, no. Big, like, uh Look at these things. Tins. Now, why does Charles Chips not become a thing? And, like, why isn't that's really wild? And Charles Chips would, you know, thinking about the environment, they would, you would leave your giant tins out for Charles Chips to pick up when he uh, gave you your new potato chips. How about that? All right, it was well, a delivery guy and everything. He only delivered Charles Chips. It's <laughs> really something. Yeah. They do have it in bags, too. All right, very cool. I'm in. I'm going to buy Check some Charles out, Chips now for us. We're all getting, let's let's get everybody Charles Chips for the holidays. Yes. 
and a hoodie or a calendar. All right, let's take, a quick, <laughs> let's take a quick break before we get fired. We'll get back to sports in sports. just a moment. Yes, and then we've got Boomer and Geo Sports for four hours right here on The Fan. We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Picture show. Nice to have you with us Thursday morning. Um, great friends. Great tequila. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. Maybe have some Casamigos with your Charles Chips. Oh, yeah. Could do that too. Charles Chips. Charles Chips. Jerry, uh, the Nets and Kyrie Irving, I guess, at some point last night. Released a uh, a, a, a statement, a long statement. Though. Yeah, it was lengthy. Uh, oh, and the Anti Defamation League. They yes. were all three of them got together. Correct. Released a joint statement, and uh, Kyrie wrote, uh, "I am aware of the negative impact of my post towards the Jewish community, and I take responsibility." Yep. I do not believe everything said in the documentary was true, or or reflects my morals and principles. All right. And he donated $500,000, as did the Nets. So a million dollars went to initiatives, you know, um, towards groups to help eradicate hate and all sorts of things of that nature. Yeah. I'd li- they, it was really, like, nonspecific. Like, there's a million dollars. Where did it go? Hey, I don't know. <laughs> right? <It> was- <laughs> you write that off the cash. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it was just like, ah, oh, we're going to put a million dollars into eradicating hate. So- Maybe the ADA. I don't know. I don't know, to be quite honest with you. But well, may, yeah, right. Maybe there. Maybe the Anti Defamation League will decide where the, where the money goes. I don't know. I did like, and I I apologize for not giving the proper credit because I read in the one article was it Mike Vicar? I don't remember who it was, but they said, you know, the Nets actually did something right last night, and now they're going to hire Ime Udoka. <laughs> <laughs> yes, legitimately, they should have done that yesterday, and then apologize for, for everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> like have that Kyrie apology, the Nets apology, and then go. We're also sorry for hiring uh, this guy with uh, harassment in the workplace issues. All of our apologies are over. Let's start fresh. I would like to know the one thing I've not seen. I mean, everybody is talking about all this sexual harassment in the workplace, and I know there have been a couple of stories about it. But if I remember correctly, he was suspended for an inappropriate relationship. Oh, right. So like that was why he was suspended. Now some other things have come out about text messages and but I haven't seen it. I, I I'm assuming it's true. I'm not saying it's not, but it's weird how we went from inappropriate relationship with someone inside the organization, which crossed organizational rules. I get that, I understand it, and I know why they suspended him, didn't fire him, they suspended him. To now, all of a sudden, in the last week or so, you find out about these that there are text messages, I guess, and I, with other people involved. Very interesting if they do indeed hire him, which I think they're going to, and I think it's going to happen today when he does meet the media and Sean Marks has to talk to the media. How do you handle that? Yeah, that I don't know. Maybe he had the inappropriate relationship at work, 
And then when that got, uh, when he got suspended for that, other women came forward and said, by the way, here's some text messages. You might be very right about that. I'm not saying that that didn't happen by any stretch. I'm just saying that that's not why he was suspended. Like, I feel like we've we've gone from they're going to take a guy who was suspended to they're going to hire a guy who was suspended for sexual harassment, which that's not why he was suspended. Not that it makes it right by any stretch. I'm just saying, like, all of a sudden, is he a, is he a class A creep? <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. But they're going to have to answer these questions. So that will make – I know you're not interested in these press conferences. No, these that might I'm be interested interesting in. to watch. That I'm interested in. And I when don't... Kyrie Irving speaks again, going to be interesting to watch. I, I would love the, a reporter to ask exactly like you just said. Uh, hi, are you a class A creep? <laughs> Quick question. Or misunderstood. Yeah. Quick question. Would you classify yourself as a class A creep? <laughs> or is there something we're not seeing on this right. side of things? And where do they do the press conference? Because the Nets are hitting the road. No, they're on the, I think they're in Washington tomorrow, I'm pretty sure. I could oh, be wrong Washington, about that. Washington, the, the, the city of Washington, D.C. is used to scandals. <laughs> well, <laughs> every city's used to scandals. <laughs> There's scandals every day somewhere. That's true. So they are in Washington tomorrow. Then they're in Charlotte. Then they're in Dallas. They're not back until next Wednesday when they play the Knicks. Perfect. You do it on the road, the first the first place you're at. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Right. Then little by little, day after day, then when they face the Nets media, the local Nets media in person, they're like, that's old news. Like, we did it already. Yeah, we've, you know, we've addressed this. Because my guess would be they don't head out to Washington until late this afternoon, I would think, yeah. for a game tomorrow night. If they, I can't imagine, even if they hired them now, that they would do anything today. So you'd probably be looking at a, I don't know, something Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't, it's a weird one. What about a nice uh, Friday afternoon press conference? Could do that. Where uh, before we, the game, yeah, where we kind of forget about things because it's the weekend. No one wants to talk about Kristaps Porzingis. Anybody? Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah, I so interesting. Yeah, I'll tell you this: whether it's good, bad, terrible, outstanding, they have become relevant. The Nets, yes, yeah, not for good reasons, but they have become relevant. I saw an article, Jerry. I wonder if you've heard any of the sound yet it says uh bill belichick versus reporters i have not i saw you put it on the show sheet before i came in here on whether they were close to making a trade i guess it's the same thing they ask a long question mm-hmm. he goes no <laughs> right and they keep asking and they keep asking and he just keeps repeating yeah it's like the same things over i will and over again. maybe for 7 30 i won't have it for 6 30 there's no chance there's some coaches that have just great like bill belichick's press conferences are great for that reason right like uh, if I that's how them. you want to call it, I, I would be very frustrated covering him. Yeah, I love that they just keep following up. It's just so funny. Uh, Mike Tomlin's are great just because uh, of his phrasing is always sure. hilarious. We haven't really heard from Mike McDaniel in a while. I listened to him from yesterday. Yeah. Actually, that's the one guy I put effort into. Nothing. Nothing. No. Very normal. There was no, It was just football, coach speak. He didn't have any... You know, mumbles through he mumbles through thirty five yeah. seconds and says four words. Nothing. I'm trying to think like who else? Well, you got Jerry Jones is always good. Uh, he He's a good. character. Sean McVay could be a character depending upon the day and what the subject matter is. 
Nick Sirianni? Um, not really. Not They're really, winning. Right? He's just been good. You know, I'm not listening every day either, but you know the watering the flower and the seeds, and he hasn't done anything like that in a while that I'm aware of. But head coach wise, I mean, if you run through the divisions, eh, yeah, John Harbaugh, no, boring. Oh, you know, I'll give you one. I haven't listened to him in a while, and that's your guy in Detroit. That's true, right? Dan Campbell. Yeah, he seems like he's going to give you something every. Pre- the problem is they're so bad now; it's hard to, you know, pay too much attention to it. But he's a good one still. Yeah, that's true. I knew there was one more. And also the dweeb in Denver. Oh, yeah. He just, I'm, I'm sure he's a lovely man. Nathaniel Hackett. He just sounds like someone out of place. You're a dweeb. And his dad was in the in football for years and years and years. So it's, it's, yeah, no. His dad was in football? Yeah, Paul Hackett. Paul Hackett. But it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to sound like, and I, again, probably a good football guy. He just doesn't sound the part. That's all. But then again, that is Mike McDaniel, and he's fine. But right, you need authority. Like, Mike Tomlin has authority. You would think. That's how it used to be. The Harbaugh has authority. Yes, you would think. When John Mellencamp would fight authority, authority would always win. He fought the law, and the law won. And the law won, yep. <laughs> Kadarius Tony says, it feels good to feel wanted, Jerry. And he's looking forward to playing with the Chiefs. Does yeah. he not? Was he not wanted with the Giants, or he just couldn't get it together? I don't know what his deal was here. I don't think anybody knows what his deal was here. Yeah, I don't think like he wasn't wanted. He was always here. hurt. Was never on the field. When he was on the field, he was electric, but he didn't play enough. I I don't know. I heard Joe Shane with Tiki and Tierney yesterday. They 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 asked him. You know, was it? They didn't. Tiki didn't ask him if he was like destroying the locker room, but he was like, was there a problem inside the locker room? And Shane was like the veteran. I don't even know how old he is, but he sounded like a veteran when he was like, you know what, Tiki, we're just going to leave that one alone. Yeah, that's... And just, we made a decision that was good for the organization. That's just... And Brandon's like, it's a good answer. So we know the answer is (laughs) yes. Right, because otherwise the answer would be no, he was not a distraction at all. And he also made it clear, very interested in keeping Saquon Barkley beyond this year. Very interesting in keeping Daniel Jones beyond this year. Is that right? And when those two things happen, at that point, I will declare myself a winner in this matter. Right, because you uh, Everyone said this was it. Get him out. Mm -hmm. They stink. Not me. Well, I remember, yeah, even in the beginning, even when the Giants got their first couple wins, I remember shows here going, well, we know Daniel Jones is not going to be here next year. Right. And Barkley, play good enough so we can trade you at the deadline. That was the, the like those were the two prevailing thoughts. But that was even still talked about yesterday on Boomer and Geo. In what way? About Barkley, like maybe you trade him now. He's he, or you know before the trade deadline was up, because now he's very you valuable. Know what? Maybe if they were three and five or four and four, right? You might have but at you're right. six and two in a bad conference. You can't sell that to the no way. Fans. No, you can't. You got to go for it. You're six and two. Let's go. And two very winnable games off the bye. Like, we're going to turn around. If they're not eight and two after 10 games, then they really screwed up. I know one of the games is Houston. I forget who the other game is. Detroit. Is that who it is? I think so. I mean, you got to go win those games. And if they do, my God, they'd be eight and two with seven games to go. With games against Philly left, with games against Washington, Dallas. So. I think the at the Cowboy games Thanksgiving. Yes, as a matter of fact, I saw Ezekiel Elliott leaked the uh, the helmets the Cowboys are wearing on Thanksgiving. Now I am not a fan of the throwback stuff. It did look cool. It's a white, yeah, it is the cool. white helmet. 
with the blue uh, star. I know. It is it, nice, too. It is neat. I do. Yeah, I do like the Thanksgiving that they change it up. I don't. I don't. It's a little different. I don't like. I don't like different. I want them in their white jersey, the gray pants, and I want the helmet, the traditional helmet. But this helmet is really cool. Those are pretty cool. They are. Pretty All right, cool. quick break. Yep, five fifty three. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to the guys right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on what happened in Philly last night with the Phils and the Astros. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Uh, welcome back. World Series Game 4 last night to the Astros. Combined no-hitter as they beat the uh, Phillies 5-0. Knicks blew a 23-point lead. Lost to the Hawks at the Garden last night. And you've got Eagles, uh, Texans tonight, Phillies, Astros again tonight. I haven't read the article yet, Jerry, but many people have sent this to me. You probably got it, too. There was evidently some sort of scandal in professional... Cornhole. Cornhole. <laughs> yeah, light bags. They lightened their bags? I think so. I started reading it, and I said, what is this? Come what are we on. doing? But they apparently allowed them to use the bags mm-hmm. even after they discovered they were too light. Oh. I, I don't know. Is I, this like a deflated balls, the deflate gate uh, I suppose it could be similar to that. That's why when I started the league, my initial premise was I supply all the bags. You're not allowed to bring your own so that everyone had to play on the same right. board, same bags. And then everybody was like, yeah, these bags suck. Can we please bring our own? I'm like, you know what? I realized quickly I was going to have to replace the bags, right. which are expensive. Bring your own. Do you weigh them when people no. come in? Oh, you might no. have a scan. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.